0: Hi there. This is the PowerPoint Tribe, where our vibe is faith and our food is the Word. Prepare to be strengthened and encouraged through the teachings of God's Word and the ministry of the Spirit. Fantastic uh, time in prayer as we get started this evening. Uh, thank you uh, for tuning in this evening. I believe you've had a great week so far, and I trust God for what God is about to use this evening to achieve in the rest of your week. Uh, For me, I've had a very tremendously busy and tight week as always. I literally just uh, had to take a quick nap before today's ministration, as I was feeling really exhausted. But um, thank God for grace and strength and enablement uh, as we dive into God's word uh, this evening. Uh, I wanna thank uh, Pastor Dami once again for the opportunity uh, to bring God's word to his people. Uh, and also setting the uh, setting the tone for this series, looking onto Abraham and father, uh, and then also the generals that have gone before me, uh, the likes of Pastor Michael Lani, uh, such a supercharged sermon last week Thursday. Uh, I was so blessed by that, and um, I, I started wondering what <laughs> what I would uh, teach again. I mean, so much has been said; four installments already gone. Uh, so much has been covered already. I, I started, I had to pray that Lord, show me light. Oh, I need to see what I will teach. <laughs> I almost said, Holy Spirit, don't pull my hand. But I, I mean, thank God for the inexhaustible supply of God's uh, wisdom. I mean, you literally can teach about the subject matter till the end of the year. And there will always be something to say. i just been able to leverage on grace and leverage on wisdom that God has installed. That's what I'm trusting on this evening just to share from what God has shown me as I started mulling over this subject matter of faith uh, through the prism of Abraham. Okay, I just want to say a quick prayer. Also before I start. Father Lord, I thank you Lord for this evening. Thank you for the opportunity to present your word once again to your people. Thank you for illumination, for counsel, for guidance, for wisdom. Thank you for the instruction we are able to receive in your presence. I ask that you supply me with the Spirit of Jesus. I ask that the wisdom of God abounds in this house. I ask that the lives of people are blessed, transformed, healed, delivered, restored, inspired, motivated, challenged in the name of Jesus. Amen and amen. Can I see an amen in the chat room? Amen and amen. Amen. Thank you so much, everyone. Okay so let's get started this evening uh looking onto Abraham our father looking onto Abraham our father on them um, i would really need us to um open the bible this evening uh so there's going to be a lot of scriptures that we're going to be referring to uh this evening as we look at the subject matter looking onto Abraham our father and uh but first of all let's start from the beginning i mean the The theme scripture for this series is uh, from Isaiah, the book of Isaiah, chapter 51, I believe. Okay, so Isaiah chapter 51. Let me just try and get a Bible here myself. I'm, I'm having to use my phone just a minute, everyone, so I can align properly. Sorry guys, I think a call came in for Pastor Tissi. He will join shortly, so let's just stay tuned. Can you share me now? I don't know why I keep getting muted. Can you share me now? Loud and clear, sir. I don't know. Director, I hope you're not the one muting me. <laughs> okay. I don't know why I keep getting muted. Loud and clear. Thank you, Bubi. I was already reading Isaiah, so let's just run around. Let's just run along. Apologies for that. Uh, Isaiah 51. Hope this doesn't happen again. Isaiah 51. I started reading already. Hacking onto me. So I was, I was giving some context that it's just amazing how a particular strand of scripture can, can link into other several layers of other scriptures. Just amazing how all these thoughts are connected and in, intertwined. And I was sharing how, while I was meditating, preparing for this sermon, uh, one particular word there just struck me and that's actually how. I found my way, I mean, throughout the rest of the sermon, preparing just that one word linked to other scriptures, linked and linked till I, I was able to find my bearing. <laughs> so Isaiah 51, and I was I started reading that. I didn't know I was muted. Please let me know if you can still hear me so that uh, we can run along. Time is not on our side. We trust God for utterance. Hearken unto me ye that follow after righteousness, ye that seek the Lord, look unto the rock when she are hewn, and to the hole of the pit when she are digged. Verse two is my major uh, source of complaint. My contemplation is even, look unto Abraham, your father. And that's where I wanna stop. Look unto Abraham, your father. The major word that has struck me is the word father. Father, somebody say father, wherever you are, you don't have to type me you up, know, just say father. Father. And that scripture immediately, as Pastor as you know, usually I get inspired while the ministration before my own turn comes. <laughs> I just look for seeds there. I look for seeds there, Father, so why Pastor Mike was preaching last Sunday, uh, last Thursday, I just got this uh, particular scripture, usually it just starts with a scripture, and then God begins to expand it, and expound on it, and so that word, Father, struck me, and I, I remembered, I mean, it's the only way that brings it to our remembrance, actually, I remembered a verse of scripture in Proverbs, and that's where I want to really even draw my subtitle this evening. Proverbs chapter twenty-two verse twenty-eight. Proverbs twenty-two twenty-eight. Let's look at that. That this scripture really blessed me when I. I've always known it, but in the context of what I want to share this evening, it just blew my mind. I so profound. Like Pastor said. So let's look at Proverbs, Proverbs chapter twenty-two, verse twenty-eight. If you can put that in the chat room, that would be very great as well. Proverbs chapter twenty-two, verse twenty-eight. That's it. That's it. It says, "Remove not the ancient landmark which thy fathers have set." Wow. Remove not the ancient landmark, landmark which thy fathers have set. Abraham, your father, set a landmark. And scripture is telling you here that remove not the ancient landmark which thy fathers have set. Abraham is our father. And so when we're saying look unto Abraham, your father, is because there's a landmark. And that's why whenever PD possibly, whenever he talks about, uh, whenever he wants to teach, he says, ah, this is a landmark (laughs) teaching. That's because he talks a lot about Abraham, Abraham. So Abraham actually set a landmark. And scripture is encouraging you not to remove that landmark because there's a major impact that landmark will have in your life. There's a major impact. And so the title, my subtitle of my teaching this evening is The Ancient Landmark. The Ancient Landmark. Faith is the landmark. Tell your neighbor, faith is the landmark. That is the landmark that must not be removed. That is the landmark that Abraham set that must not be removed, okay? And I want to begin to look at this ancient landmark through three different uh, perspectives, okay? I want to look at it through d- three different perspectives. And this is going to be from uh, the definition of the word landmark. So remember, we're looking onto Abraham, our father, and this scripture is telling us, that faith. I mean, don't remove that landmark. Your father said this landmark, Abraham said this landmark faith is this landmark don't remove it whatever you do wherever you go your decisions in your in your lifestyle remove not remember it says the ancient landmark there are not many landmarks it's just one landmark and faith is that landmark faith is a landmark so what is a landmark you begin to ask me what is the landmark so i want to look at the definition of and, and i'm going to be drawing examples from the lifestyle and 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 life of abraham to see how he really demonstrated his landmark okay and so first of all let's look at the definition of land so i will look at three definitions of landmark and from there we'll draw relevant insights that will bless our hearts okay uh, somebody, okay so faith is the landmark and uh that's the landmark that must not be removed. First of all, what's a landmark? A landmark, uh, if you are making notes, very important. And I'm sure you know what a landmark is, but I want to really it in it uh, along the lines of this sermon this evening. A landmark number one is an event that marks a turning point or a stage. A landmark is an event that marks a turning point or a stage. The major landmark in the life of any christian happens when they give their life to christ okay and i want to show you how abraham fits the bill here how how he enters into this particular landmark so that's the one definition of landmark an event that marks a turning point or a stage when somebody gives their life to christ the major landmark that happens is that they are they are transformed they are are transposed and transferred from the kingdom of darkness into the kingdom of light but the major thing that happens there is in romans 5 verse 1 and this is the major landmark in the life of any christian okay you give your life to christ that is an act but what happens in the realm of the spirit is what happens what is recorded in romans chapter 5 verse 1 romans 5 verse 1. let's let's go there quickly okay romans 5 1 praise the name of the lord it says in romans 5 1 therefore being justified by faith we have peace with god through our lord jesus christ okay the major landmark that happened in your life happened when you gave your life to christ and as a result of that you were justified by faith as a result of that you have peace with god this was one landmark this is an element of that landmark that abraham exemplified i mean and that's one thing you must never remove you must never remove this landmark. The understanding that I am what? Justified by faith. Justification by faith equals peace with God. And so in your work with God, in your career, in your as you advance through life, you must never allow the opinions of men, the perspectives, improvement, achievement, successes, determine your peace. You understand that I am justified by faith nothing has to happen on the outside the death of jesus bought my justification okay and uh, peace peace is something that is missing in our world and age people are looking for peace i mean they want to achieve and accomplish different things so that they can find peace okay they want to their their sense of self-worth to improve as a result of something they just bought They want approval, they want affirmation, they want confirmation, they want validation, they want likes on Facebook, on Instagram. Not knowing that what your justification is by faith. It's not dependent on anything on the outside. You're not waiting for any manifestation or anything on the outside to confirm that, look, I am at peace with God. Peace is not, it's not a function of, oh, uh, I I have bought this apartment. I've just gotten this job. I've just gotten married. Ah, I'm now at peace. No, you are justified by faith then you have peace with God and if you realize in Luke 2 29 it says I mean this was when Jesus was born angels were singing in heaven he said man has always desired peace with God said, they said in Luke 2 glory to God in the highest and on earth peace goodwill toward men peace is an essential commodity is a major commodity on the earth right now peace that is not based on achievement or accomplishment peace that is not based on the degrees you have that is not based on the car you ride that is not based on anything on the outside Justification is based on faith, and that produces peace with God. This was one thing that Abraham, this is a landmark and a version, that's why he says justification by faith, by faith that produces peace, okay? And as this was one thing Abraham had to learn, landmark, he had to learn this. I mean, if you look at Genesis 15, this was when Abraham, God told Abraham clearly, Look, I'm going to bless you. Abraham was concerned. He was worried. Ah, is it Eliezer that will inherit my property? Abraham said, complaining. Uh, God, what are you going to give me? Look at Genesis 15, verse 2. Abraham said, Lord God, what will you give me? Seeing I go childless. And the steward of my house, is this Eliezer of Damascus? The guy was worried. That God, and that's what happens when you are looking for peace outside. When God is telling you, no, listen to me. Look at what God told him. in Verse 4, behold, the word of the Lord came unto him and said, this shall not be your your your, your hair, it, shall, it shall come out of your own bowels. And so you're worried, you're concerned that, God, when am I going to get married? I have a good job. Where's my husband? Where's my wife? Uh, when are you going to give me a job? God is saying, have peace with me. You are justified by faith. Believe on me. That will be accounted to you for righteousness. Believe on me, you are justified by faith. Don't look for anything, any validation on the outside. Don't compare yourselves with people on LinkedIn. Don't compare yourselves with achievement on the outside. This was one thing. Abraham, listen, Abraham did not learn this until Genesis 17, and the transition between Genesis 15 and Genesis 17 is many years, oh, many years. So this was Jesus. And God told him in Genesis 15, this guy is not going. To, Eliezer is not going to be your. This, this, I'm going to give you your own child. But you know that Abraham did not have peace with God abraham did not have peace with god that was why when 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 uh his wife came to say ah enter this girl uh, look i have a maid can you just enter your man look maybe god has another method of, of doing this thing and then he listened and because no peace you're looking for things on the outside people will suggest methods to you they will suggest another strategy to you do it this way but if you have heard from god and look i'm going to give you this thing don't compromise if you compromises ishmael you give birth to if you compromise ishmael you give birth to god is saying i have given you your own your own your own have peace with god justification is by faith don't look for validation on the other because by the time you have ishmael you will still not have peace ishmael's never give you peace remember how ishmael by the time isaac was born ishmael was the one who was troubling bible recorded he was troubling isaac he had to be cast out cast out the son of the born woman justification is by faith, so don't rush through processes, when God has given you a word you can see, by, if you look at by the time you got to it, Genesis chapter 17, God had to come again and tell him, Abraham I'm the almighty God, walk before me and be thou perfect you are seeking for peace elsewhere your wife is saying enter, you went no, walk before me and be thou perfect, I will make a covenant with you, I will multiply thee exceedingly, this is, this is a landmark, justification is by faith You're not looking for anything on the outside, okay? And that's that ties in with the teaching I said. When God blesses you and pronounces a blessing, it does not necessarily have to happen immediately, okay? When God pronounced that blessing upon Abraham, that look, I'm going to give you a son. Eliezer is not your son. I'm going to give you your own child. He didn't believe. Once you're blessed, there's going to be a breaking process. God is going to test you. Do you believe this word? Before He gives you that thing you want, you want to you want to hold on to God's word over and above anything that is happening outside okay so by the time abraham mastered this concept that look i am not going to be uh, looking at anything on the outside i am justified by faith i have peace with god whether there's a manifestation whether there's anything on the outside or not i have peace with god okay this is this is what happens when what you know on the inside family is contrary to what you are seeing on the outside that is when you need to affirm this justification by faith. It's not just justification by faith so that you cannot, so that sin. Oh, I'm justified by faith, uh, therefore any sin I anything I'm, I'm forgiven, my righteousness is intact. That's on one side. Justification by faith that look anything that the things I'm believing God for, I have them. I don't have to see them. It does not yet appear. Okay, but I, I know of a short that I have peace. And that's what that's the that's the that's what sponsors peace in your heart tell your neighbor i'm justified i'm justified by it i have peace with guess i've I've been muted again (laughs) i don't know what's happening over there Okay, but I'm back I'm sure you can hear me now. So important for you to know that peace is very important. Nothing should 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 actually steal your peace. So I, I was I was giving an instance of a story I saw on Instagram earlier this week. That Miss USA 2019 jumps to death. Ah, a pretty young lady, 30-year-old young girl, jumps to death. I don't know the details of the story, but you know the world is in need of peace the world is in need of peace and you can't you can't allow uh, the world's metrics to determine your peace yeah? you can't because those things are fickle those things are, 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 are they, they are passing okay your peace has to be coming from a source that cannot fail and justify and that's why it has to be faith okay so please as you aspire perspire <laughs> you want to dream to achieve you want to do a lot of things you don't want to wait for those things to happen before you have peace have the peace right now it passes all understanding let your peace and that is only going to happen if you know that you, i'm justified i'm not justified by accomplishment i'm not justified by 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 achievement i'm not justified by the car right by the job i have by the salary i earn i am justified by faith i have peace with god glory to jesus thank you jesus so that is landmark that's the only landmark what is called landmark that's the first landmark that's the definition of landmark remember the definition the definition is and what an event that marks a turning point or a stage and i said the turning point that or stage in our lives that that marked was what the fact that jesus died and then as a result of that i justified i justified my faith and that gives us peace do we get that did we get that thank you jesus quickly now let's look at the second definition of landmark the definition second definition of landmark number two this is very important landmark also means marking the boundary of land okay okay let me let me give that elaborately and i got these definitions from merriam-webster most of you would know that Okay. an anatom or rather number two definition of landmark is an object such as a stone or tree that marks the boundary of land did you get that landmark an object such as a stone or tree that marks the boundary marks the boundary is what i want to emphasize an object or a stone that marks the boundary of land powerful this, this is one of my favorite definitions actually powerful definition marks the boundary when do, where do you see this happen landmark this is what you see in hebrews chapter 11 verse 3 Remember the definition, an object like a stone or a tree that marks the boundary of land, marks the boundary of land. What are you marking in the realm of the spirit? Whoosh, what are you marking in the realm of the spirit? Look at what it says in Hebrews chapter 11, verse 3. It says, through faith, we understand that the worlds were framed by the word of God, so that things which are seen were not made of things which do appear. What are you marking? Asking, what are you marking in the realm of the spirit? Very, very important that you are marking things in the realm of the spirit. Faith is how you carve a path for the manifestation of the miracles in your life. Faith is how you carve a path for the manifestation of the miracles in your life. You you literally would see things. God will show you that this is how I want to bless you. And you say, Okay, let me let me let me let me let me latch onto this path. Okay, the fact that somebody had to have a PhD degree before god could manifest what he wanted to manifest in your life because some people how god wants to bless them is that they must first have a phd degree they must first have a master's degree but your own path may be different god may say look your own path all you need is actually secondary school degree yeah, or university degree oh that's all you need you mark the boundary of your land in the realm of the spirit and say this is how and that's why many times in scripture jesus would tell anybody he said let it be unto you according to your faith let it be unto you according to your faith according to your faith be it unto you according to your faith what are you seeing in the realm of the spirit you mark the boundary of land you say this one this is my own this, no this one is not my own <laughs> somebody said as the boundary of land <laughs> this one you mark territories in the realm of the spirit by faith it's by faith that you want you have a niche for yourself that look this one oh this is education sector this is the niche I want to focus on this this woman, <laughs> of course, it's not a physical person you see as that this is the woman, of course, you can desire people. But God will give you a revelation in your heart. And this was what Abraham did, I will show you. This was what the centurion, the centurion, he says, look, you don't need to come to my house. Speak the word only. The guy saw it. Those things, the only spirit will inspire it you in your heart. Sometimes, as you are, and these are things God will whisper in your heart. Okay? God will whisper it to your heart. You just sense it that ah, this is like this is how this thing will happen. This is how God intends to bless. You. This was what the same the Syrophoenician woman. He said, Ah, Master, he said, Ah, you can't give bread. This was recorded in Mark 7:28. Can't give bread to Jesus actually insulted oh, the woman. so said, We can't give bread to people that are not part of the inheritance, part of the covenant. He said, Ah, Master, even crumbs, the woman carved a path for herself. And God said, Wow, how did you see that? So when you are meditating, when you come to church, listening to Pastor Tammy, listening to sermons, you literally should be getting revelation inside and say, ah, he's like, this is how it's going to happen. This is how God wants, this is like the pattern, because you don't know, but God wants to show us this thing, he wants to show us these things. I want us to begin to carve a path. You mark boundaries in the name of the spirit, you mark boundaries, you mark borders and say, this one though, is my territory. You have to mark boundaries, Tell your neighbor, mark your boundaries mark your boundary these are the these are the things you do in response to instructions okay and people will be wondering what was this what's happening to this person i recall when i finished school i graduated top of my class my sisters wanted me to go into uh accounting i mean going to start doing accounting because because ah, i have you don't have to do what you study Ah, you have to do I have to do what you study you no know, education there is no money there you want to be a teacher is that what you want to do yeah I say, you are smart. You have a good degree. You graduate the top of your class. Do something. I said, look, I am marking the boundary of education. This is what God has said. Man. Education sector, this is where you mark the boundary. It does not have to look like it now. But when you mark a boundary, that's a landmark. You are, it has, it's faith that can allow you to do that. You begin to take steps that people will say, ah, what's happening? To this? Why, is, why is this person doing this? What kind of step is this person taking? People are wondering, but in the future, they will know. Okay, wisdom is justified over children. The result will show. You are taking steps in the. You are doing things. You are sowing. You are sowing. You are giving. You are giving things away. You are selfless. You are. You are just doing things. You are marking boundaries because you are seeing something. Okay, people will criticize. They will mock. They will condemn you. Only you. You know what you are seeing. That's why. That's why faith. Faith is not something that you do with your friend or you know. Only you. And now, I mean, I mean, wouldn't you, I mean, God, God was allowing me to mark those boundaries because later on in life, things will happen. We'll say, ah, because of your experience, come and do this project because of your experience. And then an amazing prophets will start rolling in because you marked a boundary by revelation knowledge in response to instruction, in obedience, you mark a boundary and God will say, look, I'll, I'll meet you. I'll meet you there. And this was what Abraham did. Okay. I've told you how the Syracritical woman did this. You see things you mark the boundary centurion man also the centurion uh man the 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 centurion also did this matthew 8 5 to 10. You, manage, you just sit there and say i want to i want to go this route this is the route i want to go this is the route i want to go and this was what abraham did okay in hebrews 11 19. let's quickly look at hebrews 11 19 and see what our father remember abraham was the one that set this landmark okay first of all you have to understand that you're justified by faith you have peace with god Second, you have to what? You have to use faith to carve a niche for yourself. You have to use faith to, to frame your world. Okay, if you're not using faith to frame your world, ah, you're wasting time, oh, that carving niche. You're this one is my own, this one. And it's not It's not out of covetousness. It's not out of, oh, just grabbing, grabbing, just grab and just grab, just, grab oh, just take and grab. No, 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 it's through revelation. i are meditating and say, ah, it's like, this is the pathway. Look at what it says in Hebrews 11. From verse of from verse 17. By faith Abraham, when he was strike, offered up Isaac. By faith, Abraham, when he was strike, offered up Isaac. And he that had received the promise offered up his only only begotten son, of whom it was said that in Isaac shall all thy seed be called. Look at 19. That's where I'm going to. Accounting that God was able to raise him up even from the dead. Accounting. How did he account that? only me, only ah, Timba shaking me if I do this thing. Ah, you just accounting. Ah, if I do this, God is able to raise it. Even though eventually he didn't eventually offer that child, okay. But he saw that if I do this thing, accounting. What are you accounting? Accounting that God was able to raise him up even from the dead. From whence also He received Him, he received Him in a figure. You see that accounting that God was able to raise Him up even from the dead. From whence also He received Him in a what? In a figure. Asking, what are you accounting? Are you accounting anything? Are you marking? Are you marking anything in the realm of the spirit are you marking anything very important that you mark boundaries okay ask your neighbor. account what are you accounting as you are going through your work are you doing you doing things in the realm of the spirit as you're doing things in the, in the realm of the flesh too, as you go to your work what are you marking don't just do nine to five nine to five every day nine to five nine to five you have to be marking boundaries Marking boundaries. This was what Abraham did. Account when he saw that, when Jesus, when God saw ah, this guy and he took steps, you take steps. And then God said, look, this guy is going to become the father of faith. This guy's gonna, ah, this guy's gonna become part of faith. Literally, he, he literally marked that boundary. And that's why he's encouraging us today, mark boundaries, begin to mark boundaries. In your life, in your marriage, in your career, mark boundaries, in your family, mark boundaries, mark boundaries. Have a niche that's what it, that's Precisely what faith is about you frame your world okay through faith frame your world remember framing your world it's how we cross over every year okay okay now quickly let's do a quick recap number one is the fact that uh, faith is um an event and the major event when jesus died that's when he died you're justified by faith you have peace with god Number two is that it's an object that you use to mark boundaries, okay? Now you have to use your face to frame your world. Number three is my most favorite. My favorite is this number three definition. And that's a definition that most of us are familiar with, okay? The fact that, uh, let me look at the definition. This is the third definition of landmark now. An anatomical structure used as a point of orientation in locating other structures. Do you see that? An anatomical structure used as a point of orientation in locating other structures. I'm sure you know what that means. So for example, you are going to, uh, you're going to let's say landmark event center. Let me just use that as an example, landmark event center DI. Then you're going there for the first time, somebody is describing to you. So when you get here, you're going to see this bank, a Zenith bank. And these are just examples I'm using randomly. Examples are, you are, you're going to see Zenith bank. Turn, so when you turn here you get uh, to another place, you see, uh, you see a hotel when You get to that hotel, turn the side, you see another place. Those places that that person is telling you, those are landmarks. Telling you, When you see this bank, Zenit bank is a landmark, turn here. When you go ahead, you see this hotel, that's another landmark, turn here. So they are giving you different landmarks that you, you can use to identify and, and get to your destination. That is exactly what faith is. Faith is that landmark. That's only one thing you need. Faith is what you use to actually get access to all the other things that you need in this life. All the other things, your car, your wife, you your, you find your bearing, that is the summary. Faith is how you find your bearing in life and you must never lose this. And that's why a combination of Hebrews chapter 10 verse 38 and Hebrews eleven six says, Now the just shall live by faith for without faith it is impossible to please god i've joined two scriptures together now now the just shall live by faith for without faith it is impossible to what to please god this is how you find your bearing faith is how you find your bearing destinations things you want to achieve you have to start in faith you have to stay in faith you have to finish in faith okay everything that abraham was going to be known for today it was a cause of faith Everything that all the person the person was going to be married to, how he was going to fulfill his destiny, what he was going to be remembered for on the earth, it was faith that produced it. Faith is how you find your bearing. You find your bearing. You don't find your bearing by Googling it. You don't find your bearing by going to Harvard Business Review. You don't find your bearing by going for a master's degree. Faith is how you find your bearing. You're looking to uh, travel out. You have to start in faith. The just shall live by faith whatever is not of faith is what is sin that's what the bible says whatever is not of faith is sin so if you are dating that person you are not in faith it is sin yeah, sin is not when you commit something that is not in faith any step any action any decision that is not in faith is sin because you want to find your period your life has multiple layers to it but you only need one landmark <laughs> are multiple layers of your life you're going to get married you're going to have a job you're going to change jobs i mean i've just been marveled at how god has just been transitioning me from one place to the other in the past two three years i've just been jumping from one job to the other in progress and increasing and then you can you can almost feel unsettled your brain is just getting used to this part and then God says, it's done it's done yeah move, move move on now See, you're just getting used to this, it's done, move on, because you're going to be 30, you're going to be 40, you're going to be 50, you're going to 60, you're going to be 70, all of the things that you will achieve, no matter what, what you must not lose is your faith, that is the landmark, it is how you find your bearing, so you're going to uh, Canada, you're going to the US, your faith must be intact, everything must be entrenched in faith, okay? You use faith to locate other things that is it you use faith to locate that landmark the ancient landmark ancient landmark <laughs> praise the name of the lord glory to jesus <laughs> so that is the landmark oh, that's the ancient landmark faith is a landmark glory to jesus father we give you praise thank you jesus and as i round off this evening i just want to share with us uh, another aspect that God showed to me as I just round off everything together and just tied the knots uh, this evening, I want to show you quickly. I uh, you know I can't do without not numbering things, but uh, this is also something God said. Let me just add this to it and throw it into the picture. Now, we have said faith is a landmark, right? And that it manifests in three different ways. So in the next five minutes, I just want to show you there are 10 things that will show us that you are in faith. And Abraham demonstrated all of these 10 things. Okay, these things are not, they are not faith in themselves. But if you are manifesting any of these 10 things, ah, we we'll just see that ah, it's like this guy is in faith. So, first of all, if you have the Holy Ghost, <laughs> you are in faith. If you have the Holy Ghost. And that's, and I got these things by actually just Googling faith, uh, things that are associated with faith in the Bible. So I did a word search of faith and I typed in my search faith and. And then, in some instances, I had to just search through and see areas where uh, faith was associated or connected with some element. And so, first one is what is called faith and the Holy Ghost. This is recorded in Acts six five. It was said of Stephen, "He was full. He was a man that was full of faith and of the Holy Ghost. The Holy Ghost would speak to him. This was what happened to Abraham. God spoke to Abraham." okay then he didn't have the holy ghost to speak to him in his heart but god spoke to him that's the version of what we have in the holy ghost the holy ghost is speaking in your heart you have to have when you have if you have the holy ghost you have faith okay you you, you can be spoken to you can receive truth that's number one so holy ghost when you see holy ghost anywhere there's faith in the arena remember i'm talking about landmarks things that will make you see that ah, faith is here Ah, faith is here one of those things is when you are go, going to faith when you are joining in faith Okay, one of the landmarks you see is also Holy Ghost. Faith is there. Number two, faith and power. Acts 6 verse 8, He said, and Stephen was full of faith and what? Power. Anytime you see somebody who is demonstrating power in the spirit, okay, you see that this person is a man of faith. And that's why it was said of Abraham, okay, that he was strong in faith, giving glory to God. He was strong in faith. When you are weak, okay, you are not in faith, oh, okay? When you are weak, just know that I am not in faith. I have to get back in faith. I mean I'm going to be I, and passing no That's that's weakness. So weakness is not is, is a sign that you are not in faith. Weakness. So whenever there's faith, there's power. There's power, faith, and power. You have to be strong in faith. Strong in faith. Number three is love. Faith works by love. And this was one thing Abraham demonstrated. Okay. Abraham demonstrated this by walking in love. Okay. Very important. I mean, when when is uh, uh, is it uh, his brother's child now? What's the name again of this guy? Uh, remind me. The one he had some. He, he almost had to strive with this. We said, look, let, 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 let there not be strife. Okay, let's not strive. Okay, let, let there should not be strife between us. Okay, let there be peace. I don't want any strife. Faith works by love. Anybody you see demonstrating love, okay, they are very close to faith, and that's why he says in First Thessalonians five eight. But well, let us, who are of the day, be sober, sober, putting on the breastplate of what? Faith and love. First Timothy 1.14 And the grace of our Lord was exceeding abundant with faith and love. Anybody you see demonstrating love, they are not far from faith, though. Okay, Abraham demonstrated this love, walking okay, love. You see people giving gifts. You are in faith. You are, you are actually very close to the building, landmark, which is what we've been talking about. Number four is faith and truth. Faith and truth. You see this in first timothy two seven seven okay first timothy two seven He says whereunto i am ordained a preacher and an apostle i speak the truth in christ and lie not a teacher of the gentiles in faith and verity verity means truth in faith and verity. anywhere you see truth god will give you truth okay okay there's fact the fact is i don't have money the fact is i don't i don't have uh anything in my account the fact is I, I i don't have a job the fact is i'm not married i'm looking for a husband but what is the truth god wants to give you truth over and above facts okay so anywhere you see truth the word of god is the source of all truth okay and that's where you when you see truth you are not far from faith you are not far from Tell you are not far from faith remember i'm talking about landmarks and so we're trying to locate that landmark get into that faith number five is faith and good doctrine Faith and good doctrine 1 Timothy 4.6, if thou put the brethren in remembrance of these things, thou shalt be a good minister of Jesus Christ, nourished up in the words of faith and of good doctrine. Do you see that? Anywhere you see good doctrine, where there's sound teaching, just like the PowerPoint tribe. If you're listening to us now, you have not been to the PowerPoint tribe. There is good doctrine there. You want to find your bearing. You want to get into faith. Go for where there's good doctrine. Okay. Abraham subjected himself to good doctrine through God. God actually tutored t- him with good doctrine. Okay, when you see good doctrine, you are not far from faith. Number six, because of time, faith and patience. Hebrews 6:12, that you be not slothful, but followers of them who through faith and what? Patience. Inherit the promises. I mean, this this is a scripture that 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 Abraham was being talked about here. Yeah, he was a patient man. Any way you see anybody being patient about processes, about people, about situations, you are you are process process. You are just patient. You are patient with people, places, and processes. You are not far from fatal. Remember, it's not just being patient. Okay, there are other things I've listed now. Don't just say "Ah, because I'm patient. Now you have to look at them in the context of all these other landmarks. You see the Holy Ghost. You see power. You see love. You see truth. You see good doctrine. You see patience. Okay, don't just, it's not just patient, patiently waiting without nothing. There are things that will be happening. Okay, so faith and patience. Okay, you are not far, you are not far from faith. You are not far from faith. The next one is faith and hope. Faith and hope. First Peter, first Peter 1 21. Okay, who by him do believe in God that raised him from the dead and gave him glory, that your faith and hope might be in God. I mean, who else demonstrated hope apart from Abraham in the highest form? Scripture records in Romans 4 18 that he against hope he believed in hope ah. against hope against hope he kept believing that he might become the father of many nations so when you see somebody who's just hoping expectant that's not the end though but you are close to faith you have not gotten to faith yet though, but you are close you have to press him or you have to look around get access to resources and all of that you're almost there okay number eight is faith and good conscience Ah, this is so critical faith and good conscience and you see this in first peter chapter 1 verse 19. first peter chapter 1 verse 19 it talks about good conscience okay when anywhere you see good conscience being manifested okay you are not far from it holding faith and a good conscience which some having put away concerning faith have made shipwreck and you anytime you see somebody who has a good heart Abraham had a good heart he didn't want to just allow his wife to be messed up he said "Ah, this is what uh, he was honest in the way he treated people good conscience even the lot that did him wrongly he ran after to help him Gathered his men around to fight kings a man that that dis- disrespected you good conscience good conscience good heart people treat you wrongly you have a good conscience you don't keep hurt you don't have bitterness in your heart good conscience you're not far from faith you're not far from faith then number nine faith and works this is by james 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 talked about Faith and and works, okay. You can't just be saying faith, faith, and you don't take action, okay. Abraham took steps, of fire your child, he did something, okay. So when faith is telling you there's an instruction, faith without works, James two twenty, is dead, okay. So I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not I, I'm, I <laughs> We're just, being, we're just waiting. No, no, it doesn't end there. You have to have works, take action. If you see somebody taking action, yes, it is a likelihood that ah, these guys, faith. I'm not saying that when you see that they are taking action automatically, automatically you just yeah, they're in faith, but they are in the very, very, okay, they're in the very, very of faith. They are close, okay, remember landmark, use it to locate things, okay. So, all these things I'm listing here it will help you entitle faith, okay. Faith without works is dead. What is the instruction God is giving you? What is that thing God is telling you to take? Okay, sometimes I call that person. I remember when I was looking for, I was living with a friend. I couldn't get an apartment. It was uncomfortable where I was. I was praying to God, God, tell me, tell me, show me things. And God laid the heart of somebody in my heart, I put the name of somebody in my heart, I said, call this man, call this man. For weeks, I didn't even, I didn't pay attention. What would this man do for me? I just say, okay, call him, just call him. And then I just called him, and said, ah, this is what I'm facing. Somebody that I'd worked with back then when I was in final year in school, just reached out to me, say, hey, please, I can stay and all that. And this guy gave me a place that I stayed at for almost four years. Just by instruction that I dropped in my heart. Action. Don't just wait, wait, wait. God is telling you, take small steps. Remember last thing's done, God they begin to post on social media. Just post all this correct pronunciation. Just tell people how to pronounce what's better. And then I took that just small action oh, that seemingly was inconsequential. I thought this was, how important is this? But just, just take those small steps. It was from there that I got I mean, a major contract training in a major company in the country just just take simple steps that do not seem connected simple instructions who so ask what, what is god telling you to do what action is god telling you to take okay Abraham, God lead it inside do this thing just take this small step obey uh, go and fight for this person do this thing help this person here assist this person okay that's number nine faith and works then the last one as uh, so i round off is joy and peace these two things are connected joy and peace you can't remove joy and peace anywhere you see joy in the bible there's, there's always peace okay joy and peace and that's what you see in romans chapter 15 verse 13. it says now the god of hope fill you with all joy and peace in believing in believing so when you see somebody who is in faith you just see that they are joyful and they are peaceful remember i talked about peace earlier, okay joy and peace they are twin forces that you can't separate you see joy you see peace you see joy and peace i will go out with joy and be led forth in peace Okay, so when you see these ten concepts, you are not far from faith. You're almost there. You're almost there. You're almost there. When you have the Holy Ghost, you're almost there. When you have power, you're strong. You're almost there. When you have love, you walk in love. You're almost there in faith. When you have truth, you're almost there. When you have good doctrine entering your heart every Sunday, every Thursday, you're almost there. When you have hope, you're almost there. When you have a good conscience, you're almost there. When you are taking steps in faith, you're almost there. When you have joy and peace. That is the ancient landmark. Thank you so much for listening this evening. May the Lord bless the hearing of his word and may we produce fruits with his word. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you so much. Back to you, Director Thank you so much, Pastor Peace. That was such a profound session. Thank you so much. Wow, what a word. For more messages, connect with our tribesmen across all social media platforms at PowerPoint Tribe.